0: Welcome back to Don't Cut a Book Club. My name is Luke. My name is Dan. Today we are continuing with the Dragonbone Chair. Finished part two. It's about two thirds of the way through. Um, but yeah, let's get let's get warmed up with mm. with a with a hot take from you, Dan.
1: Yeah, we're gonna get we're gonna get a little pop fantasy here with this because we got to go back to the magical world of Harry Potter for a second. Ooh, okay. So we've talked in the past about how Harry is really like a war criminal for using forbidden curses, right? Of course. I think we need to reevaluate our our forbidden curses real quick. So, okay. So just as a refresher, we've got three, right? We've got Crucio, which is the torture one, Imperio mm-hmm. or Imperius or whatever, which is the like mind control, and then avada kedavra which is the death one which is the killing one so first two definitely bad definitely bad definitely unforgivable probably not good curses but let's let's take a little closer look at avada kedavra real quick (laughs) okay all right just based on how the spell works avada kedavra is instant death sure Instant is like painless, right? That's what like literally every state who's trying to do a quote unquote good death penalty is trying to do, right? Is a painless death. I I, I hope so. I would hope so as well. I haven't done my research, but. So instant painless death is an unforgivable curse. You know what isn't an unforgivable curse, Luke? <laughs> uh, give, give me some examples. Uh, maybe. How about an inside-out curse where you flip somebody's body inside out, where their organs are now on the outside, and then they slowly die painfully from that. That's not unforgivable. That's just a curse. You could do that by accident, <laughs> right? You know what else isn't an unforgivable curse? What do we got? Uh, poison. Poisoning someone. Over an extended period of time, cutting all their arms and legs off with a hacksaw.
0: Yeah. <laughs> okay. None of those are unforgivable, but you know what is? Instant, painless death. Okay. So is your is your point that we should be adding others to the unforgivable ones or removing Avada Kedavra? We need to remove Avada Kedavra because it's not just
1: because I don't think it fits, right? Because clearly we've we've run into this issue with magical law where we're like making something illegal based on just like the name just on the thing and not the principle behind it right so it's not like it's unforgivable to kill someone else that's not what it is it's just unforgivable to use this series of words to kill someone and it's like Okay, but there's so many other ways you can kill people in this universe. You can like, I don't know, you can have a huge three-headed dog that eats them, that just like murders them, and it's fine. It's not, okay, it's probably not fine, but it's not unforgivable, and that sounds way worse. Give me the
0: Avada Kedavra, please. I'd rather have that than get torn apart by a dog. Right. Um. I, I feel like the main difference, and I don't know why this necessarily makes it an unforgivable curse. But the Avada Kedavra specifically is not blockable. So what? No, I know. I agree with you. I'm just saying.
1: (laughs) So you're saying...
0: (laughs) So it's fine if I try and kill
1: you in a horrible way, in the most painful way possible, as long as there is a slight chance you can block it. Then it's, you know, you're giving him a fighting chance. Yeah. So it's totally okay. Well, I forget who... like. Where does the definition of Unforgivable come from? I think it's like the Ministry of Magic has determined.
0: Do you think it was... It was bef- I feel like it was before Voldemort, though,
1: right? Probably,
0: yeah. Like they were always...
1: It was always these three? I don't know if it was always these three. Like, I don't know how long in time the Unforgivable curses have been unforgivable,
0: but I, I think it's older than Voldemort. It is weird to, like, sp- specify an exact 3 and not give like a broader definition because i will say i i don't know whether it's like on the law books where it's like if you use these whatever because i think i imagine if someone if it was like okay we brought up this guy he did x curse and it was an extremely painful death for this person i don't think they're going to be like eh. It was, but it was not one of the three, so he's good. Okay. Okay. I think you're right. I don't
1: think that he's going to the judge and be like, hey, I didn't use a Kedavra. I just took a piano up 12 flights of stairs and dropped it on him. So you, you, you got nothing on me. I don't think that's what's happening. Here's why I think we need to take it off the list though. Uh, all right, Luke, I am the philosopher stone guy, the Flamel guy. I'm the most old, decrepit man that has ever lived. I'm in pain all the time. Even the most powerful pain reduction spell does nothing for me anymore. I would love to go. I'd love to just peace out now.
0: Hey, is there a
1: spell that causes instant death? Oh, that sounds great. I'd love that. Oh, wait. It's unforgivable to use that? Okay, I guess I'll just chill and die normally in
0: pain. Thanks. Yeah. I this this is where I think the argument is is even better. Where like, for a vaticadavra, there are like reasons, ethical reasons that you could use it. Like I could want you to use it on me. I could be like, "Hey, please use the spell
1: on me. I'd love that." Right, right. Please do it. I could like,
0: what? Think of the medical uses for this yeah i'm i'm here with you because there's there's no good reason to use the other two well okay i can understand
1: the like spirit behind the other two making sense right the spirit behind not mind controlling someone is like yeah give them their autonomy give them their like bodily autonomy that's cool and the
0: other one is i think i think the point is there's no there's no circumstance where it's okay yeah well okay which I, i think for crucio easy yeah no circumstance OK, but Luke, I also
1: <laughs> think we get into hot water, though, with this, because uh, like you could argue that there is a good reason for using these things. Like, let's say I have a bomb that I'm going to blow up unless you imperio me and tell me not to or you imperio me and get me... right. You know, there there are like some instances where you could argue like ends justify means kind of situation, which I think is why Harry tries to get away with it in his shenanigans. Yeah. And so like if you want to say that it's never okay to mind control someone, then I think that's like a decent philosophical stance. Same thing with torture. Like if you want to be totally against torture to the point where you put it in your constitution, maybe you should never torture anyone. You know what I mean? Like if that's the stance you want to take, that's like defensible. I think that's fine. You could probably do that. And so like it's there's a spirit behind the other two that's like, yeah, you're not allowed to. these things because these are like rights that wizards have but like death seems like not like just say you're not allowed to kill people and let's move on
0: yeah I feel like it could be more for the showmanship
1: okay especially
0: like like I mean the the one that we see is the teaching of the, the three curses where at that point it's like I don't know it's just it's I, all about branding. Dan. I see what you're okay. saying. If I'm if I'm a wizard and I'm going
1: to go do a duel with another wizard, and of course we want it to look incredible. Like, we're wizards because it's awesome. We're wizards because it's cool shit. Otherwise, I just pull out a gun and shoot you, and it's like, yeah, not a big deal. But if I'm doing spells, I want this battle to be, like, fantastic and magical. And if I can just hit you with an unblockable killing curse, it's like... Okay, I might as well just pull out an AK47 and shoot you with it. Like, why did I even go to the trouble of learning magic?
0: This okay, so is interesting. So, so now we're to the point where they're they're unforgivable because of the dueling theatrics.
1: Right. The entire wizarding the entire wizarding world has decided we're only doing this for the look. We're only doing this for right. the aesthetic and the vibe. And if you just murder me instantly with a green spell, that's so boring that's basically shooting someone we're basically muggles at that point it's like all right let's have some flair with it i agree uh you know what luke i think
0: we keep it in then fuck it (laughs) in that context as long as we're using that context the unforgivable curses make sense Mm -hmm. um Mm
1: -hmm.
0: yeah yeah i say i say keep it for the vibe keep it for the vibe um and with that, let's let's get back to the book, which is the Dragonbone Chair. Like I said, up to up to part three, I guess. Hmm. Um. Th- this this section, we talked a lot last episode about Simon being being the worst at mm-hmm. everything. Hmm. Do we see some improvement? I think I think some. Yep. We also see some not improvement. Fucking Simon and
1: Maria being like, "Oh, you are a, you are a girl. Hold on. How are your boobs looking? Let me check out those boobs. Oh, a little small, but you're still kind of pretty." Okay.
0: <laughs> Fucking Simon. Simon. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, so so Simon is doing okay, and there's stretches where he does okay. I was very worried about him all of a sudden being super awkward with now that he learns that there's a girl with him, which on occasion he is. Yes. And obviously he has the the problematic things of, uh, you know, <laughs> the things. um, <laughs> Correct. But so far we haven't gotten too many things of him, like just trying to impress a girl and like ruining the story.
1: Yeah. I mean, we're definitely not at Dena levels of cringe here. Yeah. But... And I will say he does some things that, like when we talked about Denna and Quoth, he does some things that it's like, okay, he is 15 and he's like never really talked to a girl. And I could kind of see myself as a teenager doing some of this cringy shit. So like, yeah, it does check out a little bit. Um,
0: Yeah, I, I think that my worry was not like about the real, like whether it was realistic for Simon to be. idiot i just like didn't want it to happen because we had already had so much of simon ruining everything (laughs) and i was like ah another like another source of idiocy for simon that i don't want to have to deal with correct
1: yeah as from a reader's perspective it was like yeah i get that this would be realistic but i don't really want to read about a teen like especially simon like more about simon fucking up it's
0: it's like i think i we did a warm-up on this like forever ago where There's a lot of TV shows that try to do the cringy like high school or middle school. Mm -hmm. And they're not they're just not fun to watch because it's like, yeah, this sucks. (laughs) Correct. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm totally with you there. Uh, Um, So I I think so far it hasn't been as bad as I was as I was worried about. mm -hmm. Um, But there's still room. There's still time.
1: Oh, boy. I do have hope, though, that this is like a growth experience for Simon. Like, I do have hope because he has slowly been becoming more competent and like focused. Yeah. And I, I've been less
0: frustrated with Simon in this. I agree. Part. I agree. Uh, I think he even acknowledges it at one point, saying that he's not the same. He's not the same Simon. You know what I think is the biggest sign that he's not the same Simon. What's that?
1: This guy is, like, a a week or two outside the castle for the first time, and he's already down to trip with a troll and a witch in a swamp on some, like, magic mushrooms or whatever. (laughs) Simon is experiencing the world right now. He's exploring. Right. Yeah. Day one, this witch is like, hey, you down to trip? And Simon's like, (laughs) I think I am.
0: You want to go to the dream realm? yeah yeah um this was yeah okay just just thinking about this from going to from like a regular kitchen boy yeah to let's i don't know how long it's been i feel like it might be more than a week but let's Let's say a month let's look okay let's say a month um to like in the middle of a like forbidden forest on a like bird-shaped house on a lake and you're you're going to the dream realm with a witch
1: and a troll and a, and troll. a troll
0: and a troll yeah a lot of new stuff simon's experiencing outside <laughs> new, the castle new experiences you, you there's no way not to grow as a person i yeah i think so i'm ex I'm a
1: little worried for his spiritual phase when he decides on a philosophy based on some weird spiritual experience he has while tripping and mm-hmm. hoping it doesn't last too long cuz buddy it's like I get it but also we all know you just did shrooms so it's like you don't need
0: to tell us it changed your life okay right right um I I I actually so I don't have specific notes about this little dream realm mm-hmm. visit um but I do want to note when I was for like a lot of this book, I thought it was kind of when it, like a low fantasy book. Mm. You know what I mean by that? Mm-hmm. Like, there's not, like not a, ton a lot of, of magic. magic. Yeah. Um. But now I think I've flipped. Hmm. Because I, I, I feel okay. So like, most of the people are not experiencing any form of magic. Right. Right. Yeah. But I think that I got lulled into not thinking there was a ton of magic just because the writing is such that, like, there's so many pages of, like, not much happening that I forget. Uh-huh. And then, like, every now and then there's a big thing where it's like, oh, yeah, on this, like, mystic mountain, there's a new, a different race with a, with a queen that can do all of these things. So I feel like maybe it'll start accelerating. But my prediction, a lot of magic to come. I
1: agree with you here. I
0: Honestly, when it started, I couldn't tell if there even
1: was magic or if Simon has just thought that what the doctor was doing was magic. And yeah. now there clearly is. Um, And yeah. there's like a god that controls the weather. It's very magical. Oh, wait, is, is, that,
0: is that confirmed, though? Okay,
1: all right. It, it seems like it's clear that the Storm King is controlling the storms and is like... Okay i see what you mean
0: okay yeah yeah
1: yeah so like i feel like we're gonna get a lot of magic it does concern me that nobody taught simon how to do magic at all like i get it books are magic and you did give him a book but like come on there's no way you're not gonna tell me Morgenes, that you hid some spells in the text of this book that you gave to Simon. no come on that's you can't that's bullshit don't
0: do that to me more jeans dan the the magic is the spiritual growth and personal growth <laughs> that we have already discussed uh, i just
1: want this witch to teach simon a fucking fireball spell or something
0: <laughs> fireball at the least <laughs> that's, the, that's the basic one or like you know give me some anamorph tips how are you doing this? How are you turning into an owl? I want to be a little squirrel or a frog. <laughs> Love those things. <laughs> but to choose frog, uh, but I support it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. Do you think that... Okay, okay. So, so when earlier in the book, Simon asks the doctor to, like, teach him magic, and the doctor is like, you got to learn all of this other stuff. Which feels to me like a little "with great power comes great responsibility" kind of thing. Yeah, seems like it. But I can't tell if there's a level of like actually either innate magical power that people have to have, or like an insane amount of learning that people have to have. It's got to be be able to do it, okay? Because like otherwise, people would be using it, right?
1: This is this is why it can't just be an education problem because. What are we talking about? Like, who cares if I have to go to school for 10 years? You're going to teach me how to do literal magic. Like, I'll go to school for 50 years to learn freaking magic. Are you kidding me? Right. So, yeah, it's got to be that there's some a level of like innate magic in people or either that or it's like extremely secretive. But then if fucking Simon's figured out that you're doing magic, it's not that big of a
0: secret. Right, right. Like, everyone goes to Dr. Moragine's chambers and is like, so I know magic isn't real, but your bedroom is much bigger than it should be. (laughs) Hook me up with the architect that you worked with for this building, because I need that. Very deceptive. Maybe it's the stripes that go up and down instead of horizontal makes it seem bigger. Vertical stripes, big deal. (laughs) um yeah yeah but okay so my my other note kind of on on this topic is there seems to be th- th- there's a lot brewing right oh yeah we have got seemingly brew. the storm king who i guess is super evil seems bad to me He's, okay okay i'm gonna go off on a slight tangent yeah, yeah yeah just on the name storm king where i think there's this like when Simon like hears the name, he's like, "Oh my God! What an intense, badass name for like a super evil god! Like, I don't even know if it's like I I wouldn't have even thought that I was an evil god." No, it would be like, "Oh sweet, the Storm King! We need rain." We could use some rain, please.
1: Uh, well, yeah, especially because we're primed from Brando Sando with the right. Storm Father, which isn't an evil thing at all, and a storm isn't necessarily evil. So like, right. If it was like the Bloodstorm King, then you'd be like, "Oh shit!" Exactly. But yeah,
0: it's, yeah, yeah. I agree. If, with if, you. if 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 I'm an evil god, which I'm maybe unconfirmed that, that he is. that you are. Oh, the he is on, okay. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I want to work on my branding because Storm King not evil enough for me. But the point that I was getting at, this is happening. Um, there's like. A race of seemingly evil ice boys. Mm, the snow wolves, I think, or the... Yeah. The, the ones that live in this mountain. Right, right. um, That, like, a lot of people don't even believe in, but it's, like, confirmed. <laughs> I just... I j- and there's, like, all these rituals that can be whatever. I yeah. just feel like our our wizards and witches that know things should have, like, spread some information a little bit more. Like, it's just weird to me that there's, like, these groups that have been here for, like, time immemorial, and they're just like, yeah, but they're not ever going to bother us. So no need to, like, talk about it. I I mean,
1: this could be an instance of... Do you remember in uh, the crimson queen you know remember that series of the silver sorcerers crimson queen how like doing magic was evil and there was Mm, like a purge mm. against people that did magic maybe this is like an element of the history that isn't talked about is that when people conquered this place they like murdered everybody that did magic because that Mm. and that was how they gained the upper hand was like yeah we have iron swords and we killed all your wizards so what are you gonna do now and so maybe it's like a like a very underground thing and and maybe it's even forgotten about because they did such a good job of purging it that they just didn't even remember that they have to keep killing wizards which is how Morgenes is able to get away with it
0: sure yeah maybe but because
1: uh, otherwise what yeah why why are we <laughs> these people sound scary why are not you at least <laughs> warning them that there are people up there and they do exist
0: I also feel like they're not that far away like I don't quite know but it, it seems like a trip that could be made yeah to just right? I mean there there are plenty of dogs or like hounds that are apparently from there uh-huh I
1: I don't know well I feel like if you see the hounds it's like confirmed right I feel like right, yeah. you don't even need to go. If I just see a hound, it's like, oh, that that's from that place that is kind of a legend. Is it real? Yeah, it's probably real. Like, yeah, just go with that at that point. And especially the fact that they're just like running around in like the south now. Anybody that sees those hounds is going to be like, oh, wait, hold on. There, Somebody, okay, somebody took a collar and put it on each one of those dogs. Right. They had to have been like, well, hold on a second. Where did you say these dogs came from?
0: So the weird thing is though that like nobody knows that these people exist. Other than the like, you know, knowledgeable group, I
1: think. No, but I think there's legends of them, but people think that they don't actually exist. Like the Rimmers Guard or the Rims Guard people like think that they're just a legend. I thought that was the case.
0: That part is crazy to me though, because they're like a they're like neighbors. Right. Yeah,
1: oh, okay, okay, Luke, hold on. Maybe they're teaming up. Maybe they okay. do know that they exist because the uh, isn't the one of the dudes that's hunting Simon right now? Isn't he from that place? Yeah, and so, I so. okay, right. In this book, we also get chapters that are not Simon focused that seem to be hinting at political factions within the empire right and so maybe there's a faction of these northern people that did meet these creatures and are trying to like essentially overthrow the empire in this way from within yeah and they're just keeping it quiet because you know it's kind of treason
0: it is very worrisome that this group i I forget the name we should we should have they're like i don't know um have have like not bothered anyone else for i don't really get a good sense of like actual amount of years but like since before the like sithy were gone Mm -hmm. yeah yeah and all of a sudden they're coming in it feels like a lot of time to be like preparing maybe they're cold-blooded though
1: and so they just they have to move really slow because they're in the north okay (laughs) their metabolism is just extremely slow so it's just they wanted to fight so bad like a thousand years ago and then now they're it's finally weird. they've made it south at this point. You know what? I think that's, I think that's right. Cool. Glad we figured that out. Um, quick question for you, Luke. Yeah. When Binnabic showed up with a wolf to his, his home and eventually started riding it around how, ballpark here, how many trolls do you think died trying to get a badass wolf mount after that?
0: Um, I'm going to say, I'm going to do a yearly number. I think that's smart, yeah. I'm going to say, I'm going to say four per year. Mm. Because I think it's a lot more people that would try it, but I do think it becomes, it becomes... Like other people have died doing this. And so it becomes a balance on, on risk reward. And I think that balances out at around four per year.
1: I think it goes up over the years though. Ooh, because, because initially it's like four and then mm-hmm. year two, it's like maybe three. Cause people are like, it doesn't seem possible. And then the next year it's like, this is so hard. Not even our greatest troll animal tamers can do it. So all these like Simon trolls are like, "Oh wait, I'm going to be the chosen one who tames a wolf." And so then it's like 30 after that cuz all these dumb mm. kids who are like, "I want to prove that I am special," are trying mm-hmm. to do it. You know, the legend builds up. So it's it's not only one you can ride a wolf, which on its own is incredible, <laughs> but there's a legend of no one else has done this. Yeah. I more... do
0: I do want to stick on this for a little bit because it's, it's kind of crazy. Imagine, imagine you're a young troll
1: and you see, you see Benebic riding around on this wolf on Kantaka. And you're like, when do I get one of those? And your teacher <laughs> at the front of the class is like, oh, you stupid troll. You have to ride a goat like
0: the rest of us. No, thanks. Yeah. Um, I feel like there's got to be a little bit of like a magical connection here. Mm-hmm. I I I find it very unlikely that it was just like a normal training process. You don't think
1: he's food food driven? Oh, I he's think he probably
0: is food driven. Food motivated? <laughs> you think he's food motivated? But like he's very he's not just like a good companion. He is extremely well trained. Can
1: talk. Do you know is... what I mean? Yeah, I think
0: it's a she, actually. She, yeah, yeah, uh, you're right.
1: But, yeah. Mm. Well, okay, they have known each other for a long time. And, like, this is like every, like, he's with him for hours every, or, okay. Binabik is with Kintaka like, every day for hours at a time. I feel like that's a lot of time to be training an animal. Do you know what I mean? Like, I feel like if I was with a dog every single day for hours and hours, like we would have a bond that you, like, I would imagine would seem magical to people because I would have trained them to do so many things.
0: Okay. Yes. But I think that we're forgetting that like wolves are actually genuinely very different from dogs. <laughs> okay. Okay. Fair. But like, if you, you can
1: train all kinds of animals to do stuff. You could train porpoises to find land or find ocean mines
0: right I guess I guess the reason I think of this is just because, for one thing, Kentucky is the only animal that he has trained.
1: Mhm, that's okay, and that's no fair. one
0: no one else has really replicated it, yeah, and I feel like either people would be able to do it because mm-hmm. it's not like he just like, I don't know, chose the one wolf they can speak <laughs> his language.
1: Yeah, that makes, yeah, because because you're right. Even if you find out that you have to get a wolf when they're a little baby, like I'm every day after school going out hunting for a little baby wolf, and eventually plus, like, I'll find one.
0: Plus, like, I don't I don't really think he's keeping his method a secret. No. Right? I'm sure that there were there were trolls that came to him and said, like, hey, how'd you do it? And he's like, oh, I just, like, started giving her food every now and then. And they'll, like, do the exact same thing. right Right. yeah and then on the other side of the thing i don't think that like he is uniquely like befriended by animals yeah because you don't really see other animals he's not disney
1: princessing through the forest
0: right exactly so i think that there's some kind of little magical connection here Mm. between these two specifically
1: you're telling me he's Jon snow
0: yes okay all right, fair enough. I want to go back for a moment mm-hmm. to the weather. Okay. And I'm trying to decide if people should have realized that the weather signified something or if that's unfair. I, mean, I, I... feel like they should have. Luke, it's just... I feel it should be like, hey, we live in a place that doesn't really have droughts that often and it hasn't rained in a year and magic exists <laughs>
1: <laughs> right but see luke what you're forgetting is there's just natural cycles of warming that the planet or sorry of like weather that the planet goes through and like there's nothing that proves that we have any control or impact on those things so like that's yeah you're just trying to control me when you say i have to do a sacred ritual in my field to make the rain happen like i i think i'll just keep doing what i'm doing and uh let the let the weather do its thing yeah. you know there's a propaganda campaign around this right like clearly I mean, prirates is the one responsible for this and yeah. he's got to be doing some kind of propaganda campaign about it
0: yeah i am a little bit surprised that we didn't get a um i'm not going to try to do any like uh historical comparisons but i am surprised they didn't try to like blame a a a their enemies for it or something it's the you know what i mean
1: it's the Sithi doing it right right
0: because it feels like a it feels like a slam dunk for that if you're like an evil dictator king yeah person. i don't
1: i mean it depends if there's history in this world of them getting away with stuff like this like maybe they try that they try that right they come out one day and they're like hey it's not raining because uh the uh, the rim guard people are traitorous and they're thinking of attacking us and they keep sending people down here to work and we hate them and yeah. the people were just like what how does that have any connection what are you talking about? That doesn't make sense. Like, there's never been that historical link that anybody's tried to make, so they're trying to do it for mm-hmm. the first time here, and everyone's like, "That? What are you talking about?" They didn't do the legwork, right? That's what you're saying, <laughs> right? They didn't build this up. Instead, <laughs> they just tried to come out and be like, "Yeah, people, other people
0: cause changes in the weather." And everyone's like, what? "Right." I, I guess xenophobic, like, propaganda takes takes too much forethought. Right. It's a it a fragile growth process sure sure that's fair i don't know point is it's let's ask some questions what's going on here
1: it doesn't sound like a lot of people are asking questions like
0: very few questions being asked
1: i will say which is disappointing uh speaking of which so moragines or genes, or whatever his name is gives simon this book he's like mm-hmm. this is A really important thing. I want you to take this with you. It's a a book. Simon then proceeds to essentially roll his way across the countryside through like (laughs) mud and rivers and actual feces probably. So this book is like absolutely destroyed at this point, right? Mm -hmm. Is Benedict making this up when he says he's reading it?
0: okay okay so it's 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 uh it's like a medieval setting right
1: Mm -hmm.
0: i feel like we're using vellum sure i don't i've never used vellum
1: right but it's you're saying it's going to be more structurally stable
0: than paper i think so i'll
1: give that to you i'll give you vellum all right thank you what what kind of ink are we using is this a water safe ink we're applying to this vellum it's gotta
0: be. It's gotta be water. It can be water soluble. If it's water soluble, it, this thing is gone instantly. Right. I, I'm not an. I don't know a ton about ink. Granted, I don't either. I, I do agree with you that um, it's been through it for sure, for sure. Like if
1: all books are, like. If all books are written to this standard of durability, your libraries are outside. Right. Because, because they're indestructible. These books are indestructible.
0: It's also just like loose paper. Yeah, it's not a finished, it's not a finished book.
1: (laughs) Why is he not wearing this as armor? (laughs)
0: there's an idea take some pages pass them around because these things are bulletproof they are um yeah i mean at this point at this point you're guessing what it says you have to be yeah because there's just no way you can even read it
1: right unless (sighs) unless mora jeans had just the greatest
0: handwriting of all time which i highly doubt or, or, actually, okay, here it is. More, <laughs> More jeans was very heavy-handed. Mm, oh. And so, even if the ink is gone, you can actually see because he just, like, scratches it so hard.
1: There's, like, indents in the vellum where he has yeah. been, like, impressing his words on there. Okay. Yeah. Mm, okay. I think that this is best possible answer for if the words are still there at all mm-hmm. the issue is as soon as that vellum gets wet and dries and gets wet again like those impressions are going to be so much harder to read
0: right
1: so uh, at least at least send him with a little tube you know to put the papers in this is also my <laughs> issue with the arrow is it's like how inconvenient is it to carry around one arrow without a quiver or anything yeah
0: G- give me a little a uh, token. Give me an arrow head. Fine. An arrow head, that even better. Yeah. Put it in my pocket. But a whole arrow? Also, I I think it's a little unfair to make the person that you are like owing a favor to like carry around proof. I feel like the burden is on the Sithi, boy. Right.
1: Right. Uh mm. Right. So I can understand practically why the Scythi do this because it's way easier than having to go around to a sketch artist and be like, hey, I need to describe this little boy I saw and we need to pass around a sketch of him to all the Scythi so they know to give him a favor if he asks for one. And it does sound like the arrow has magical properties to where if you try and get rid of it, you will end up with the arrow again. So... Yes. It does seem like it's somewhat linked to you. Uh, that said, that link we've already seen is a little, can be a little inconvenient. If you're yeah. like, I'm sick of carrying this arrow around. You like chuck it off a cliff or something.
0: Uh-oh. Here's a rock back at you. Right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I am curious how far the limit goes to like how well it stays on you. Mm-hmm. but but so so far it's stuck with us um one thing i want to say about the Sithi is they have this super dope city that is basically abandoned in this forest and i i i don't get the sense that the forest is actually like inherently dangerous right it's just like a forest
1: well there was a giant that attacked simon
0: yeah, but they were also in the forest, like, running around, and they, only, they weren't, like, actually in any danger from things in the forest. And they didn't seem scared of the actual, like, forest part of it. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. I... <laughs> Can we move into the city? It seems cool. Oh. Ooh. Well. Mm.
1: Okay. I went through, okay, I just went through a a series of of, uh, revelations of the city. First is it was like, yeah, but like a city exists because it's like economically well situated, right? Like there is money and stuff that's happening there. But then it's on like a direct trade route to this like kind of capital in the north.
0: Right. Over land, plus it's on a river.
1: And all the buildings are already there. So like, Yeah. yeah, just live here. It's fine. It's fine. You can have wherever you want to live. It's cool. Uh, mm. Also, it's on a... Yeah, on a river is very nice. Because, like, just put a boat in the river and you can ship wherever you want.
0: Right. Mm. I mean, presumably there's some kind of, like, magical thing that prevents people from living here, maybe.
1: Right. Like, you're saying maybe uh, it's
0: haunted. Haunted, Mm -hmm. maybe maybe it's like genuinely haunted. Maybe it's just like vibes haunted. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But still, like maybe it is
1: okay. Maybe it's not vibes haunted. Maybe it's just not very aesthetically pleasing.
0: I find that unlikely. Okay, Luke,
1: everything is carved out of translucent jade, (laughs) right? everything i don't think that's a i don't think that's my vibe i don't think i want to live somewhere where it's like my bedroom jade the street (laughs) jade bridge jade my bank jade okay okay it's too much jade it is a lot um and you're not painting it you're not painting it because you're like then everyone's like what you painted the jade are you kidding me
0: this is a good point that you know I that I that's really jade right
1: yeah and so mm. and this is why this is why the Hayhold works because it's got one it's like the big tall tower jade everything else not jade
0: <gasps> whoa not jade <laughs> who would who would think of not jade um okay sure yeah I feel like it would, I, I still think that some people should go, or at least it should be like, you know, some kind of thing. <laughs> sure. like maybe, may- maybe it's a spiritual retreat. I was about to right? say, this is a
1: monastery waiting to happen. Yeah, This is a
0: monastery or like a place people go for a week to align their chakras um, and get some swimming in. This, oh my gosh. This is
1: why Joshua is not king, because he's not taking advantage of this obvious tourist destination right outside of his, like, home capital. Right. This is like Machu Picchu. Okay, you don't have to live there, but so many people are going to come from all over to look at it.
0: Yeah, for sure. For sure. Especially because, it's like, I maybe I'm remembering incorrectly, but I feel like a lot of people don't act, like, aren't. 100 sure that the Scythi existed mm-hmm. so it's like hey come visit a Scythi uh city it's not even really a ruin because like everything's kind of fine
1: yeah yeah yeah
0: wow wow yeah uh yeah come visit you could even you could even stay for a while there's plenty of space right and so cheap learn to kayak even
1: incredible incredible maybe you love jade come check it out <laughs> come come get rid of your love of jade
0: come get over your obsession with
1: jade here yeah
0: yeah <laughs> either get over your obsession of jade or you can stay and work here right you can work at the theme park right what a treat
1: mm. simon has a dream at one point mm-hmm. i mean that's not saying much because he's had a lot of dreams. But there's one in particular I want to talk about.
0: Okay. He has a
1: dream where a big giant wheel comes by and kind of picks him up and takes him around this this bowl that he's in. And the vibes of the dream are not good because it seems like angry and evil and bad. Right. But if we, like, take a step back for a minute, God of the Ferris Wheel sounds kind of fun. Okay, yeah. Like, Simon, if you just took a beat and looked around you and thought, where am I right now? I'm, like, 200 feet up in the sky on a big wheel, and I get to see <laughs> so much around me. Uh, I'm, like, probably in a dream, which, uh, yeah, a little scary, but, like, you know, not the worst. And like, have you ever seen a wheel this big before? Maybe just take it in a little.
0: Right. A little perspective shift. Hey, most of my dreams have been nightmares lately. So I'm coming in expecting a nightmare. Maybe this one is actually just a treat for me. Right. Oh, wait, what is that? An ice cream down there too? Hold on. Am I at the carnival? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because it is, it is not, like, you don't get this view every day no you crave the
1: view you like climb up into the tower back in the holt to get a cool view right it's not like you're afraid of heights we know you're not nobody tricked you into getting on the ferris wheel okay stop complaining simon
0: (laughs) god damn it simon yeah yeah the dream god finally sends you a good one maybe enjoy it a little bit Mm -hmm. have some cotton candy relax (laughs) 100 percent agree with you here. Um, I don't remember the details of the dream, so there's a chance that it's a lot scarier than you're making it seem. But a, fer- a Ferris wheel sounds lovely for for Simon. I think that's pretty much what it is. I think so too. I think so too. Um, okay, I have I have one more note, and it, I think it could be generalized to a lot of fantasy. Hmm. Okay. And so there's the scene where they are at this like monastery that has been attacked and burned down. And there's, they're kind of looking around and one of the, like a guy like knocks Simon unconscious and brings him to um, the Duke. Right. And I don't think we've ever appreciated how just rude it is to like give someone a concussion for no reason. (laughs)
1: Well, when you say for no reason.
0: Like, I feel like, especially this one where the guy's like, yeah, I don't know. I didn't think he was with him, but I thought might as well bring him. Okay, yeah. It's like, okay, now he, like, that's a really big deal. Concussions are rough. (laughs) Especially. (laughs) (laughs) Sure, maybe there's, like, less awareness of how bad concussions are. Um Especially if the football union has been there for a while. But, come on. Especially considering
1: Simon already has, like, maybe four brain cells that are functioning at this point. Right. He, right. he doesn't need any help getting dumber, folks. <laughs> like, he doesn't need more damage.
0: Like, after these guys do this kind of thing, and their victim wakes up, and they're, like, questioning it's like hey answer our questions stop throwing up um oh my god stop talking nonsense stop passing out um (laughs) i don't care that you're blind now please answer my questions oh and he's throwing up again stop knocking people out
1: (laughs) it's okay Alright, I, I can see a circumstance where I wouldn't be upset, and that's if it seems like it's a somewhat fair fight, or if it seemed like I was dangerous. For example, if I had a big sword on my back and somebody knocked me out to then get questioned it turned out that they were just being cautious, I'd be like, okay, I it still hurts, ouch, first of all, uh, and also I'm very dizzy now, thank you, um, but I, I get it, you know, I would have done the same to you, no worries, but... <laughs> Simon has one arrow in his possession. Right. And is like 15. And there's like two or I think there's two of them that come upon yeah. Simon. Just like threaten him and then take him with you. You don't have to yeah. like actually knock him out. Also, yeah, knocking someone out is a lot of head trauma. It's yeah. not an easy thing. I This has been talked about ad nauseum. Uh, by a lot of other people but like when you get knocked out that's damage that's serious damage you've incurred you can't walk
0: that off especially because these are always like like very serious (laughs) concussions it's not like uh, i'm not sure if he had a concussion did i (laughs) did i black out for like a split second maybe It's like, oh he was out for like several minutes. (laughs) This isn't high
1: school football concussion where they're like, Yeah, he's not going to college anyway. (laughs) This is like (laughs) this is hospital. You need to go to the hospital after this. Oh (laughs) I mean (laughs) Maybe this is why nobody studies magic. They've all too many concussions. concussed too many times and they can't focus for long enough to be able to, to do it, you know?
0: Can I sue? Mm. Like, hey, you didn't need to knock me out. I was kind of on your side already. I, you owe me a million dollars because, like, I'm now disabled.
1: Like some compensation, please. I yeah. can't finish my quest. I'm on a fucking quest. Right. For, for you. Well, not specifically for you, but, like... You know what I mean. You're going to deliver this book? I don't think you can. I think it's just me. I'm in the prophecy. And now I'm having trouble doing basic math. They should be angry. You're right. He should be pissed when he wakes up. Super rude. It's. mm. I mean, maybe this is a case of like the lesser of two evils, right? Like, you got to pick a side. One side has like a magical demon sword that controls the weather and you had to s- sacrifice somebody to get and the other side gives people yeah. concussions for no reason. Right. At
0: a certain point, you got to hold your nose and vote for
1: the concussion team. That's why we need rank choice. But anyway, <laughs> um, I want to finish off with something somewhat general as well. I don't know if you're going to agree with me on this. Okay. We get introduced to this, powerful old man at the end of this section Mm -hmm. and i don't know why i am very into a powerful old man Mm -hmm. in in the way that this old man is in the like is out in the middle of the cold wilderness with like a snow wolf pelt and seems like pretty strong has like old man strength and is just like living out rough as an old guy i'm into that vibe so much
0: right yeah he's
1: also got a sweet tattoo oh incredible tattoo like you know he was riding harleys in the 60s right (laughs) (laughs)
0: yeah i'm i i do agree i'm also very much into it yeah yeah yeah
1: this this i might be the most excited about this character which is
0: probably a hot take Especially because he's got his he's got his aesthetics on point. Which you need to do.
1: Mm-hmm. It's
0: key. Um, Yeah, I'm I'm for him. I hope he's on our side. Yeah, I also which hope I th- he's not like a Nazi or something. Oh, right. Right. Because it could go either way. I know. It's not very obvious. Um, but yeah, we'll see.
1: We will see. So next week we're wrapping it up. Luke?
0: Next week we're we're wrapping wrapping up the Dragonbone Chair. Mm-hmm. I do want to remind people that the following week we'll have a patron only episode where we're talking about Cradle. So remember to send um, suggestions for what you want us to talk about. We got a lot of questions in the subreddit, um, so so we'll we'll address some of those. But but send us more. Yes,
1: absolutely. And Luke, we've been promised we've been promised three swords. In this book. That's right. Which is perfect for the Summer of Swords. So, we'll be back next week bringing hot takes and being dumb nerds.